you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. On today's NFL Fantasy Live podcast, we scour the waiver wire and tell you which claims you ought to stake. Also, who needs to be promoted from your bench to your starting lineup? A conversation with Santonio Holmes, a look back at Monday Night Football, and, of course, Michael Fabiano's top ten positional rankings for this upcoming week. All that and more right here on your NFL Fantasy Live podcast. All the way at the end, if you didn't know, Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano right here, a man who has split higher than any other human on the face oh, of wow. the earth. Wow. Former Raider <laughs> in San Diego State Aztec Akbar. Baja Biamila, I won again this week in our Experts League. I would like to point out that uh, the Suey Soup Sifter is in a sweet rhythm right now. I'm 6-2. Yeah. and two. All That's all I care. I'm 6-2. and two. notice. Yeah, and who'd you lose to when you faced him? Oh, Suey look, Soup like, he wants to bring this Who did up. you lose to when you faced him? Suey's Soup You know, my what, is your, what, is your, what is your record? What is your record? Five and three. Oh, see Five oh, and right. three. Karim, I see you over there. You <laughs> lost to me, too. That's right. Only rank got me. Damn rank, and he got me last year in the Super Bowl. Let's get to it. Our Monday night football. I figure I might as well say it before he does. There he is, the man with the 10 and three-quarter inch hands, Russell Wilson. You know what they say about big hands, guys? Oh, yeah. Big yeah. gloves. Big play. Here too. we go. Second quarter, Rams 3-0, and and they are driving. Kellen Clemens in for Sam Bradford. Finds cornerback Richard Sherman. It's not that we didn't expect that from no. Kellen Clemens. And that's why this defense is so good. And here's that defense, 11 points with those three sacks and two interceptions, plus just nine points allowed. Eventually sets up this on a third and goal. Russell Wilson, Golden Tate would not be the last you've heard of I call of this him. kid the poor man version of Percy Harvin. I love Golden Tate. He's been Russell productive. Wilson? That's an interesting thing. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Golden Tate. <laughs> All right, here we go. Third quarter, second and ten for the Seahawks. This, your play of the game, Russell Wilson, Golden Tate. 80-yard touchdown. That's oh, the way to exploit so that coverage. Now, do you get extra fantasy points for being a hot dog at the end there? Well, uh, you know hey. what? That's a part of the game. He earned it. He you earned play it the far. game to win. That's right. 15 and yards he earned there. That's all right. He got some and you know Janaris Jenkins does some serious talking. Here's late fourth quarter. Rams trail by five. The running back, Zach Stacy, 18-yard gain. However, 
hurt on the play. 134 yards rushing on the 26 carries. Colleges, guys, guys, Vanderbilt, Commodore, one of my favorites. As a matter of fact, there is a fourth down. Oh, Brian Schottenheimer made the wrong play call. Who would have guessed? Oh, and there it is. 14 to 9. Seahawks defeat the Rams, and we get to your fantasy performers. You see Russell Wilson there, 10 of 18, just 139 yards, but the two touchdowns. Golden Tate, the beneficiary, if you started him, you got 20-plus points at the receiver position. I got to believe some folks out there started Zach Tate, Stacy, didn't they? Yes, yeah, in fact, yeah. a lot of people did, but Marshawn Lynch, that had to be the biggest disappointment in fantasy football for this week. To score less than three fantasy points yeah. against that run defense? Well, you can unreal. see it. I mean, Akbar, as a former defensive end, you know that. And we're going to get to the Rams defense in a minute. But, man, they were firing into the backfield regularly. Let's start with Marshawn Lynch, though, and uh, cover exactly what happened, why it happened. You mentioned it. Nine touches, 27 scrimmage yards. And it wasn't like he didn't get the touches. They kept trying to go to him. It just wasn't producing well, well, anything. He actually wasn't getting the touches. Eight touches for Marshawn Lynch to me is embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, when you think about Marshawn Lynch and his explosion factor, that was very, that was very, it was eight carries he Certainly. had and nine touches. I, I do want to point out, though, when people examine touches, you also have to look at number of total plays. The Seahawks offense did not run. 40 a plays. Come what on, man. 40 that's plays. a quarter, that's wanted, a quarter of the plays. And that's because the defense was out there and they weren't, the offense was not able to com- convert. They struggled in that area. That was hard for them, and yeah. the production showed in there. All right, let's get to Golden Tate, the man who got those five receptions, the big one, the 80-yard touchdown, Fab. Yeah, that was huge. And Golden Tate is a guy who is so inconsistent. One week he'll put up a stinker for you. The next week he'll do this, go off for over 20 fantasy points. But you have to devalue him once Percy Harvin comes back, Money. And how about the low ankle sprain going to the other sideline of Zach Stacy, who had a heck of a game against a very good defense. Now, this is two weeks in a row. Yep. He's had very good games against very good run defenses. Carolina and Seattle, assuming this kid's okay, he's the real deal, boys. Yeah, I mean, even you check out this play right here on the power play here, very productive. They did a combination of the power and zone scheme, so that allows him to get in those gaps and really hit it hard, and he showed it. Zach Stacy against this team has made a statement that he should be a running yep. back to be considered, especially if he can do it against the Seattle Seahawks. And has a big back, a little bit of wiggle out there, too, when he got to the I second level. Of the a little bit, but just a little bit of wiggle. A Let's talk about this Rams defense. Only eight fantasy points and granted a product, like I said, of the lack of tackles, both the left and right tackle down for the Seahawks. But when you got Robert Quinn, you got Chris Long, you have those guys in the secondary, Janoris Jenkins, Portland Finnegan. This is a good defense to play matchup based. Yeah, you can because they abuse the offensive tackles and they can do this to a lot of different offenses now getting to the quarterback. That's why they weren't able to convert. That's why they had so very few yep. many plays. Those guys were able to shed the, the offensive lineman in front of them, get in those gaps, stop the production of the run game and the passing game. That's why you saw Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch. Did you happen to also see what was going on in those plays? Marshawn Lynch trying to pass block. And uh, what happened to Russell Wilson? Make the Russian. read. Uh, week eight in the books. Now we turn our attention to week nine with our latest headlines. Money, thank you. And listen, do me a favor. Don't be calling me out, okay? Because you know I'm going to bring it, and I'm a little fiery. Des Bryant isn't the only one. You don't want to see a fired-up Molly Karam, right, Adam? Not at all. And Adam's campaigning over here with this tie. All right, let's get to the headlines. We start with last night's game in St. Louis. The guys just talked about it. Rams running back Zach Stacy suffered a low ankle sprain on the last drive of the game, according to FoxSports.com. Not a major injury, Adam, though, so a major relief for owners. It's a major relief, and it also showed, too, because when you go up against the Seattle Seahawks, 
They've allowed at least 100 rushing yards in seven of their last eight road games. So if you have an elite running back going against that defense at home, you can do it. Just when they're in Seattle, that's when you bet. And avoiding that high ankle sprain, huge. So another note from last night, Adam Pete Carroll told a local radio station that Sidney Rice is suffering from concussion-like symptoms after last night's game. So we will, of course, continue to monitor that. Moving on, we head to the mile high. An MRI on Julius Thomas's ankle came back negative. Thomas himself tweeted that he's avoided a high ankle. What do we do with him this week? This is good news because, you know, the high ankle sprain is what's been haranguing Roddy White so much this season. So to have him healthy and be back out there, you know what? You just watch the practice report. The big day, Friday. If he's practicing Friday, then he's good to go, and then don't even worry about it. I'm going to give money a high ankle. All right. (laughs) Eagles quarterback Nick Foles is back at practice today after missing Sunday's game with a concussion. We don't know if he's going to be ready to play in Oakland this weekend, but he does seem optimistic. Adam, if he does play, is he worth a pickup? Nick Foles, no. The Raiders' defense, yes. I think I speak for fantasy enthusiasts everywhere when I say, I hope that it's Matt Barkley playing this week because that is going to be fantasy points <laughs> aplenty. But either one of those quarterbacks are going. The Raiders are still a good pickup. Uh, those SC quarterbacks. In Washington, <laughs> Robert Griffin III is expected to return to practice this week after suffering what appears to be a minor knee injury in week eight. If you're an RG3 owner like I am, are you more yes. concerned with his knee or about how he played before that knee? Because I just want to mention yes. 3.98 points from him while Andy Dalton had 31 right. on my bench. On I'm bench. not bitter. I'm not bitter, though. Yeah, the situation here, it's a little column A, a little column B. I think you're concerned about both. The thing was, RG3 looked like he was comfortable running again, and that's why we all picked him up because he had over 160 rushing yards in his previous two games. Then he goes out, doesn't play very well against Denver, so it's a concern. Also, you should go pick up Kirk Cousins if you have a chance to. But you, know you got how, Red Dalton on the bench, so you're fine. Yeah, you know how I describe RG3? Hashtag no. inconsistent. <laughs> now, by, now, by now, I'm sure everybody has seen Des Bryant yelling at teammates and coaches on the sideline during the Cowboys' loss to the Lions. That raised some red flags for Des owners. But what was he really saying? Take a listen. All right, so really that wasn't what we were expecting when we actually right. saw it live. Do you think this will fire up the Cowboys even more? Yeah, because this is a good offense. Like Des Bryant was just saying, we're the best when we're putting it all together. And we saw it when they played the Denver Broncos. Tony Romo went out and threw for so many yards. It's on their defense. And as long as their defense plays poorly, that's good for us fantasy owners because that means Tony Romo's going to have to throw a ton. And hopefully this week, if you own Des Bryant, hopefully Tony Romo will do the overcorrection and go to him a little bit too much, force the ball to him. Forget about Dwayne Harris. Don't force the ball to him. If he looks covered, forget about him. Des Bryant is a guy you should be going after. I personally love me some passion. Yes, me too. Yeah. I do. I, I'm I glad enjoy he cares. It. Exactly. Like we do. And you do. Final note, Adam. Dolphins receiver Brandon Gibson has been placed on injured reserve. He is done for the year. He's their good receiver. Yeah, well, eh, not too much fantasy impact there, being facetious. Coming up, you won't want to miss our list of the top 10 waiver wire targets for this week. See which guys have our expert stamp of approval. Plus, Jets wide receiver Santonio Holmes joins the show to talk about his recovery, the Jets offense, and Des Bryant's sideline drama. NFL Fantasy Live is back after this. 
Time now for our Fantasy Coach of the Week, presented by Lenovo. Molly Karam here, joined by our Experts League Coach of the Week. Congratulations to you, Adam you. Rank. And I see you have a special tie for the occasion here. I do have here. a tie. As America was beaten down, they said, please take this tie and carry forth for us as you go forward for hopefully a third Fantasy League title in four years in the Experts League. It, it was tough. I felt like Sergeant Slaughter in WrestleMania 7 having the heel heat of the USA chants as they waved old glory. But by the end of that 40-point beatdown, those USA chants turned into rank, rank, really, rank. That, that happened Still in your resonating. dreams. Still, let's let's explain the that. Cheers. The reason you have a American flag team is because you beat America's team. I don't yes. think our stylist approved um, no. this wardrobe choice. You, you went on a limb here. Nobody approved this wardrobe choice. Now, I don't know if you're mocking them or you. it's a consolation prize. But let's I am get, now the flag bearer for America. Yeah, you're America's sweetheart. Let's get into your uh, Coach of the Week move. Okay. You like to stream defenses. You like to play the match of week to week. And you drop the race and picked up the Broncos defense, and you were richly rewarded. Absolutely. I saw that somebody had allowed the Broncos defense to hit the waiver wire, so on Sunday morning I went and I added them, and I was paid off. You know, when we came to the season, we felt the Broncos were going to have a really good defense, guys like Von Miller there, and now he's back. And so I looked at the matchup against the Redskins. I like that RG3 can be flushed out. They match up against them real well. I didn't think I was going to get 20 points from them. I was hoping for about half of that. But again, you know, good fortune for me and uh, sometimes when you're shuffling defenses like I like to do you hit pay dirt like this high risk high reward my friend and uh, you were rewarded as I said now at flex you stuck with Larry Fitzgerald there are a lot of questions concerning him starting him at flex over Steven Jackson and that worked out for you as well but this week you have some tough choices at the flex position let's show you those now you have Keenan Allen Percy Harvin Steven Jackson and Lamar Miller what are you going to do here I like Percy Harvin this week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know if I know Pete Carroll, like I think I know him. I used to cover USC for the Orange County Register back in the day when he was coaching there. Name when, dropper. I'm not name dropping. I was I was just a young man on a beat, having the time of my life. But I know that Pete Carroll's going to want to get him involved as soon as he has the opportunity to play him, kind of show him off to everybody. So this is one that I want to watch, rush him out there and put him on my team. He's going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so I absolutely love that matchup. So. If Percy Harvin's playing, I would recommend putting him in your lineup. But what if Percy can't go? If he's not, then it's going to be waiver wire city. And I would start to look at some of those other Seahawks receivers, see if Golden Tate is available on the wire or somebody like that. Maybe even Sidney Rice if he's healthy enough to go. But look, look, I like that matchup. What about Steven Jackson? You might have to go with him. Yes, because I'm getting hurt by the bye weeks. No Sean Moreno will be on a bye. So I'm going to have to make some moves there. I'm going to go look for a couple of guys on the waiver wire. I don't want to tip my hand on who those could possibly be. But the thing about Steven Jackson that I do like, he had 14 touches last week. They weren't afraid to get him back into the mix early. The bad part was he had just 13 scrimmage yards. So that's not very good. But sometimes you have to play your running backs against tough matchups. The Panthers are a tough matchup. I don't want to release Steven Jackson, so if I have to play him, and being 8-0, it affords you an opportunity to take a couple of risks there. So that's what I'll have to do. Hey, listen, as a Steven Jackson owner, yes. um, I would suggest hitting the waiver wire. It's disappointing. Yeah. I had him tabbed Disappointing the, to say the least. I thought he could have been the fantasy MVP this season. The Falcons really liked him. They're really going to get him involved. And hopefully as we go, don't I understand he's been hurt. But as we go down the stretch, hopefully he will be more involved in this offense when they're missing guys like Julio Jones. He's going to get the opportunity. Yeah, I thought moving to Atlanta might help him, but the injury woes continue. Good stuff, my friend. Congratulations to you and lovely tie. 
Still to come, who would you trade to get Andy Dalton on your roster? We pulled you, the fans, to find out where Dalton's value lies. You might be surprised at the responses. Plus, Week 9's top wide receivers are next. See why Michael Fabiano thinks Josh Gordon might be one of the strongest plays at the position when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Thursday, A.J. Green in the first place Bengals take on Mike Wallace and the Dolphins in a primetime Halloween showdown. Bengals, Dolphins, Thursday night football. Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on NFL Network. Here we go. It is time. He put in the effort. He sweat and labored over this list. And you, the viewing public, get to benefit. It's Michael Fabiano's top ten plays for the week. I can't wait. Let's see it. Get us started with the quarterbacks. Well, uh, a couple of familiar names at the top there. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Oh, come on, stop it. Cam Newton's been on fire. Akbar, I know you have him on your fantasy team in the Experts League. I really like Russell Wilson this week against Tampa at home. Can I give you a whoa, 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 whoa real quick? Sure, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Matt Ryan, that's an interesting pick there at number nine. Uh, With six teams on a bye, he's one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy. I think that may be a little bit low. I think I'm with Akbar here. I I say you bump him out of there, you bump Alex Smith up, and then get Andy Dalton in there. Let's get to Alex Smith there, because that is an interesting one at number 10, Fabs. Yeah, and... Alex Smith is not someone I trust. I, I have to be completely honest with you, full disclosure. But this is a great matchup against the Buffalo Bills. They have been giving up fantasy points to quarterbacks hand over fist all season long. So if you have a Tom Brady, for example, like someone at this table does, <laughs> or a quarterback on a bye and you're looking at the matchups, Alex Smith fits the bill. I don't trust him. But the matchup is extremely good. He's very productive. I mean, 16-plus fantasy points uh, in two straight games. I love what I see out of Alex Smith. I love your list, by the way. I just got to get Andy Dalton in there. Well, so I'm politicking Andy Dalton, for Andy wait, Dalton. Andy Dalton's playing against the Dolphins. Yeah. They have one of the toughest pass defenses in the league, especially at home. That's why he's not in the top ten. Yeah, he is red hot right now. I like understand his hair. that. He, he's red hot. I understand that, but this is a tough Akbar matchup. No pun intended, right? <laughs> Waiting for Akbar to come with the punny. Always good for at least two a show. All right, let's get to the running backs, Fabiano. It is slim picking seemingly every week for running backs. Of course, AP there at the top. Take us through what you're thinking, specifically there at number five, Eddie Lacy and those Green Bay Packers, huh? How good has he been over the last several weeks? And the Packers are feeding him the football. He's seeing the football well over 20 touches per game. And the Bears defense money, you may know this better than anybody at this desk. They are hurt. And their run defense middle. pitiful over the last several weeks before their bye. Eddie Lacy is now a must-start hey, in if, fantasy uh, leagues. If Roy Hallou Jr., Al Morris, and RG3 can do it to him, you certainly feel pretty good, especially Eddie can do it. at Lambeau Field no for Eddie Lacy being able to do it. Let's get a little deeper on that list. I, I noticed a Ray Rice signing. Is that yeah, wishful thinking, or what do we got yeah. here, Fabs? Again, he was a first-round pick. He yeah. got six teams on a bye, and the matchup is good. The Browns were good against the run earlier on the season, but lately they no, have been well, no, really, he, yeah, this really is a, struggling this is against strong, the run. This is a strong Cleveland Browns run defense right now. It hasn't been that. lately, Akbar. Look Ray at the Rice, numbers. Well, Ray Rice, when you look at that and the fact that Ray Rice hasn't been all that good this year, you put those two together, and I smell disaster coming for, off a bye, production-wise for Ray coming Rice. Coming off a bye and looking at Joe Flacco's awful statistical production in Cleveland, Ray Rice is going to carry the, the mail. He's they going to have, have 25 carries. They do have Joe out there in the passing game, so certainly he's yeah. going to get Torrey his Torrey Smith touches. is going to be taken out of the game completely. Uh, let's get to the wide receiver position because a lot of names beginning to distance themselves from others and some names that we didn't think would appear on this top ten at the start of the season, Fabs, but sure enough, there they are. Uh, obviously the top. you got Des Bryant, Jordy Nelson picking up where he left off. A.J. Green, elite. 
But look at Josh Gordon and Keenan Allen up there, as a matter of fact. Why don't we get started with Gordon? Miserable the last couple weeks with Brandon Whedon. But, hey, Jason Campbell steps in. And welcome back, Josh Gordon. And against a tough defense, too, in Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium, Josh Gordon has become one of the elite wide receivers in fantasy football. Money, you've been a big fan of this kid ever since he came out of college. And if you look at fantasy points averaged by wide receivers, he's in the top five right now, guys. Remember, he missed the first couple of weeks because of the suspension. He's really only had one terrible week since he's come back. The matchup isn't favorable or unfavorable, but I'm just going on Josh Gordon's production. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's a very talented wide receiver. One thing that I would notice, though, is the way that Josh Gordon got his points last week was the first big play was off of a flea flicker. A flea flicker. So yep. you, they, they went to go into gadget plays. So well, I'm concerned about that quarterback. See, I wouldn't be as much. They ran a lot of underneath routes. I watched that whole game. It was impressive what they were able to do with him. I thought he was just a nine-route guy, but he did a lot of different things. Keenan Allen, speaking of a well-rounded wide receiver that can do it all, and he is exactly that. who is still available in over 50% of NFL.com yep. leagues. I don't know why. Maybe because the Chargers had a bye last week and people had to pick players up to start. But Keenan Allen, if he's available, go get him and start him this week against the Washington Redskins. Their pass defense has been vulnerable all season long. Yeah. And Keenan Allen, before the bye, guys, he was one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football. He's been fantastic. All right, let's get to the final position, uh, and that would be your tight ends. It was a miserable week for tight ends for the most it part. He only had a couple decent Yikes. productive weeks. But uh, obviously Jimmy Graham at the top. Gronk is getting the targets. Cameron made an appearance last week. Good to see him back with Jason Campbell throwing the ball. But uh, how about that there, number six, without a Jake Cutler? Martellus Bennett, who has been one of the more underrated tight ends in fantasy football. Mm -hmm. He's been pretty consistent. He's not putting up huge numbers money, but he's putting up good numbers. He's putting up five-plus fantasy points uh, week in and week out. And this is a good matchup. The Packers, they do tend to give up a lot of fantasy points to tight ends. So Martellus Bennett coming off of a bye. And with McCown now throwing him the football, he'll be sort of that security blanket is a very good play. And yeah. remember that linebacking core in Green Bay has been beaten up, too. Yes. They were missing three of their four linebackers two weeks ago against the Browns. Yeah, this is, it's a good, that, that's a good pick right All there. Right, there yeah. we go. Finally, something we can yeah. agree upon. With that, we can tell you which players sitting on your bench should get a shot in your starting lineup this week and why. Don't go away. NFL Fantasy Live back after this. There are six teams on a bye, underachievers, injuries all around. It's time to hit the streets as we tell you which players you should pick up to fill out your roster. The trade deadline is looming in fantasy, so we take a look at which players you should target to get your team primed for the stretch run. And you have questions, we have answers. And we'll answer some of those most pressing Week 9 questions submitted to NFL Fantasy Genius. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. Well, here we go. Teams on a bye week. A whole lot of production being benched, specifically that second and third team there. All those Broncos, not to mention Calvin Johnson, Reggie Bush, Matt Stafford of the Lions, and maybe a Jaguar as well. (laughs) But Adam Rank, with the trade, or not the trade deadline, but the bye week upon us, six more teams after six teams last week, and the trade deadline is upon us. Uh, we got to figure out who to promote from our bench to starter. Not necessarily waiver claims. We're going to get you those in a moment, but I am talking about guys that have been on your bench all season long that you ought to consider putting in your starting lineup for week nine and perhaps beyond. Can I do a recent guy? Can yeah, I do, can do, I do Jared Boykin? You, because we, you can do whatever you like, Mr. America. Well, thank you very much. Well, we picked him up off the waiver wire just a couple of weeks ago when the Packers were hit with all the injuries, and he's really stepped up his game. He's been targeted 22 times in his last three games. He's had at least 85 receiving yards in back-to-back games. And now you look at this matchup against the Bears. That defense is banged up. 
I like the matchup. I like this play. And really, when you're starting to look for guys in this type of situation, I look at the quarterback, too. The quarterback's got to be competent. And of course, it doesn't get much better than Aaron Rodgers. So there you go. And a lot of people talking about James Jones coming back. But if there's one thing we know about Rodgers, he does not care. Does if not you're care. open and you can catch the ball, he will deliver it to you. I'm going to go Jordan Reed. And this is more, look, I can talk about the 44 targets and how much RG3 likes throwing to him. This game right here, I was there calling it on Sunday. RG3, through his progressions, was looking for Jordan Reed as his first option every single time. Talked to somebody on the Redskins coaching staff, mentioned that save RG3, this young man that they just drafted, uh, is the second most talented offensive weapon they have, and they intend to use him more and more in the coming weeks. So, no question, you can bench a number of tight ends that you drafted for the guy that you picked up on the waiver wire. Absolutely. you, you got to like anybody that's targeted that. Much. Exactly. What about Denarius Moore? Though? Speaking of targets... Okay, this is a guy who's got a great matchup this week against the Eagles. I know last week he was a little bit disappointing against the Steelers, but that was more of a product of Terrell Pryor running so much, them getting enough of a lead to where they just switched to the run games. But coming into that game against the Steelers, he had touchdowns and back-to-back games. And now against that Eagles D, again, you're looking at the matchup. That's what we want to do. You want to take advantage of weak matchups. The Eagles haven't been able to stop anybody. They've allowed the second-most points to fantasy receivers this year. So there you go. I, I feel as though I, I owe it to Michael Fabiano just to right. just to give you the business because Terrell Pryor is somehow involved here. And after an 88-yard passing that's day why, that's why with two after, interceptions. That's why he comes after Boykin. <laughs> there you go. I had to Boykin just first, mention that. The more, the, the now, Mary's more second. Uh, speaking of digging deep, and that's what you're okay. doing there, digging deep on the bench, Mike Tolbert. Now, yeah. Mike Tolbert is not only on a lot of benches, he has barely started, he's barely owned. We barely are talking owned. about less than 10% of leagues have Mike Tolbert. Why do you need Mike Tolbert? How about this? His last three games, double-digit points, 12.3, 9.6, 16.7. He's getting double-digit touches. He's effective in the passing game. And when you're talking about going up against who? The Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, what did Dre Ellington just do? Smoke them. Exactly. As a dual-facet running back, that is what Tolbert is. He's getting goal-line carries. There he is right there, involved in the passing game. Pick him up and start him this week. He will get you points like he has the previous three weeks. Especially with no Sean Moreno on a bye, yep. Reggie Bush on a bye. Those are some big-name guys you've been counting on this season, so why yep. not? And Wait. I will beat him. No, don't. I will beat you to the waiver Please wire, Mr. Don't. 8-0, to be pick cool. him up for this week. Oh, no, I will Come not on, be man. cool. That's not cool. Let's Do send it, it over America. to Molly, Fabs, and Akbar for a look at some other players you should consider to fill out your roster. Money, money, money. Hey. Thank you Perfect. kindly. It is time now to take a look at Michael Fabiano's top 10 waiver wire targets for week nine. They hit the bench, and we are hitting the waiver wire, my friends. And let's start with Jake Locker. He was on a bye in week eight, Fabs, and he has a pretty favorable schedule the rest of the way. Yeah, this week's schedule against the Rams, not that favorable. They've been really tough at home on quarterbacks. We saw that uh, against Russell Wilson, but he plays the Jaguars twice, including in week 16, which is the fantasy Super Bowl in most leagues. And if you look at Jake Locker's numbers in his last three games, he has scored 20 fantasy points every single week. Tom Brady can't say that, can he? Tom Brady hasn't scored 20 combined points in the last three weeks. Jake Locker is going to be the sleeper of 2013 down the stretch at the quarterback position. Great pickup if you need a QB. Now, at wide receiver, Marvin Jones has been a revelation. He's the beneficiary of defenses selling out to stop A.J. Green off bar. Yeah, well, you look at his, his, his production. I mean, just this last game, he had eight targets and caught all eight of them. Five of those came in the red zone, and they were touchdowns. And when you look at his production, he had four touchdowns there. 
Uh, it's, it's coming because, look, all those teams are going to, like you said, they're going to roll that coverage over to A.J. Green. They're going to force them to make another receiver the guy. And what he did is a great feat there. I mean, when you see, think about the receivers that they've had in recent years, Terrell Owens, Chad Ochocinco, T.J. Hushmanzada, what he did was huge. But I will say this, don't think about Marvin Jones as a guy that's going to be a number one or number two. He's a flex guy that can come in there, especially against this Miami defense, and, and put some good points up. And really add some points. This next one, Andre Ellington. We talked about him this morning on Fantasy Trash or Treasure. He put on a show against oh, Atlanta this week. He was fantastic, and Money just talked about him, how good he was last week. This is not a guy who's going to become a featured back. The Cardinals don't want to use him as a featured back. But even if Richard Mendenhall becomes the starter again after their bye, Ellington is still going to lead that backfield in touches. How can he not after he showed some electric plays last week against the Atlanta Falcons? If you wait to pick him up because the Cardinals are on a bye this week, you are going to be sorely disappointed because he will be long gone starting next week. It'll be interesting to see if he can lock up that starting job. Moving on here, Kenny Stills, Akbar. Owners who stayed with him and were loyal. I love loyalty. They were benefited for that. He's been the most productive wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Yes, they have Marcus Colston. And think about this game they're going into. The New York Jets are still going to respect Marcus Colston because they know what he can do. He is the most targeted wide receiver. But this Kenny Steele kid, he is impressive. I love him. He's somebody that you need to go out and target right now. Press click. Get Kenny Steele's in. I love this kid. I mean, I know his twin sisters out in Minnesota are so proud of him. I spoke to him not too long ago. This kid is great. Two TDs. Press click and don't look back. All right, Timothy Wright, Fabs. He's been one of the few bright spots on that Bucks team that has pretty much been a hot mess. Two of his last three games, he's been very good from a fantasy perspective. And Mike Williams is now out for the season. So that means what? More targets for Timothy Wright, who is gaining a nice rapport with Mike Glennon. Now, I don't like Wright this week. Not in Seattle. There's nobody I like on that Buccaneers team, including Vincent Jackson when you're playing the Seattle Seahawks in their home stadium. But for the stretch run, Timothy Wright could be a low-end tight end one in fantasy. Good stuff, gentlemen. Six teams on a bye, so we're going to have to hit the waivers, and those are some great recommendations. Yeah. Thank you kindly. Coming up, he's been responsible for one of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history, and he's got an inside look at one of the surprise teams of 2013. Stick around as wide receiver Santonio Holmes joins us next. Dalton with a play action fake and a deep drop. He's going to air it out. Oh, oh. It's time for Fantasy Feud. In honor of the NFL trade deadline, we asked America who they would be willing to trade for players of our choosing. Now we reveal to you what the trade value of these players is. Game show style. It's time to welcome the two teams to today's game on my left. Team Follically Challenge. Woo! And on my right, it's Team Sitcom, Mike and Molly. All right. You guys ready to play? Oh, all right. Let's get going. All right. Our first challenge goes to the sitcom team. The question we asked America on Facebook. Are you ready? Here we go. Who would you trade for Andy Dalton? Definitely Robert Griffin III. Show me. Uh, I'm going to. Robert Griffin III. Whoa. All right. Why Robert Griffin III? Molly, huh? Come Here's on, explain why. yourself. I'm going RG3 because he's injury prone, uh-huh. he's inconsistent, and he tallied up a whopping 3.98 points this week. Well, and that's why he is right there at number four. All right, Michael Fabiano, your first guess. What do you got? Let, let's talk about this first. Yeah. He needs me here. Yeah. Hey, hey, okay. let's okay. go. go. Let's go. 
This guy has been maybe the biggest disappointment in fantasy football uh-huh. at the quarterback position. Okay. Money, I'm going to say Tom Brady. Show me. Tom Brady. Oh, number one. Two for two. All right, let's keep this rule going. How about it, Molly? Do you have a second answer? I do. Next up, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to go Matt Ryan. Show me. Matty Ice. Oh, number two, Matt Ryan. Jones, no O-line. Enough said. Oh, no O-line. All right. Can they make it four for four? Your final guess. Yes, six answers, but just four guesses. What do you have, Michael Bubbiano? Pressure's on here. Let's do it. Hands in. A former fantasy star who Uh has really become more of a number two quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger. All right. Show me the percentages on Big Ben Roethlisberger. Oh! Just three, four, four. All right. Let's take down our board of quarterbacks you would trade for Andy Dalton and take a look at Michael Vick. He's hurt. Drew Brees, 8% of America would trade for Andy Dalton and Phillip Rivers, 7%. All right, now I turn control of the board, or perhaps lack thereof, to Team (laughs) Follically Challenged. And we ask you, who would you trade for Reggie Bush. Adam Rank. Five answers on the board as discussed by America on our Fantasy Genius. What do you have? I got an idea because no Sean Moreno hasn't played a full 16-game schedule since 2010. He's at his Mm. highest peak right now. I'm going to say no Sean Moreno. Coming off a big game. Do we see no Sean Moreno? Oh, no, but C.J. Spiller is there. Are you sure that's not who I said? Well... Uh, how about this? A freebie for you, Akbar Bajabilamil. Would you like to venture a guess on who might appear on our board? Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I like that C.J. Spiller pick right now. You yeah, know why? good answer. Because, yes, good answer. He's, he is, he is, he's hurt yes. right now. Yeah, he's been yeah. going through his thing. But he's Reggie Bush is eventually yeah. going to get there. Okay. Those guys equal each other out. I like that C.J. Spiller pick. All right, show me C.J. Spiller. Oh! point on the board. All right, Adam Rank, let's get your second guess. Redeem yourself, Adam Rank. Boy, I'm going to say Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris. Because Shanahanigans is lurking hard there. You can never trust him. Roy Halu's coming on. I'm going to say Freddie Morris. All right. Can you show me Alfred Morris? Five. Just by the skin of your teeth or the skin on the top of your head. All right. (laughs) Akbar, final guess. Can you tie team sitcom Mike and Molly here? Well, you know what? I, I like this pick right here, Matt Forte, and I'll tell you why. Because Forte has the ability to receive out of the backfield. He's very good in that explosive offense. Same thing with Reggie Bush in a very explosive offense. I'm going with Matt good Forte. All right, the answer. man who's receiving passes from Josh good McCown answer. these days is Matt Forte. Oh, yes. Yes. they what bust the you works? early. All right, three to two. I'm carrying this Team show. sitcom leading team follically challenged. Let's go to our sudden death round, and for that. We ask Michael Fabiano, Adam Rank, take one step and stop. Don't get too close. No physical confrontations here. And we get to our final question that we asked America. Hey, I'm here for you either way. Back out, please. I'm hosting the show, all right? Just because you got two right. Told you. Here we go. Who would you trade? Who would you trade for Brandon Marshall? All right. Think about it, guys. Think about it for a moment. And I'm going to come to you first, Michael Fabiano. Who would you trade? For Brandon Marshall. Well, the wide receiver, I'm thinking he's got a rookie quarterback who has tunnel vision for this wideout. Okay. Vincent Jackson. Oh, Vincent, Vincent Jackson. Jackson. 
No! Vincent Jackson. Come on. Who's going to trade you Brandon Marshall for Vincent Jackson? Let's get realistic here, people. How about it? Adam Rank, who would you trade I'm gonna for Brandon for, Marshall? I'm going to go for somebody with name value who just scored a touchdown this past weekend. I'm going to go Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Can you show me Larry Fitzgerald? Number three. 21% of those polled ask agree with you, Adam Rank. All right, that's a big one. We are tied at three to three. How about it, Michael Fabiano? I like you've been here before. Enough out of you. We've hey, never done this Enough before. out of you. I'll put you in that silent booth where you can't hear anything. Uh, I'm going to go with this a receiver who had a really big game in week one. has okay. been a bit inconsistent lately. Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden. Bolden. Can you, you show me Anquan Bolden? Whoa! Number four. We're back on Looks top. Nice. Four to three. All right. Here we go. Adam Rank. We got this. We got this, this is a must Get correct answer, if that made any sense at all. Why don't you give me your final guess? I got it. Okay. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos wide receiver because as the weather starts getting cold, Peyton Manning starts playing not as well. There's a lot of options there. They got Julius Thomas, Eric Decker, Wes Welker. So the guy I'm willing to part with is a guy he seems to ignore. Demarius Thomas. Whoa, Demarius Thomas, elite receiver for elite receiver. How about it, America? What's it? Yeah. No! What the what? Not that, just like that team sitcom. Good answer, good answer. Pulls out the victory. Yes. Four, two, three. Let's take a look at the final responses here. Who else was included? A.J. Green, you would trade for Brandon Marshall. Dwayne Bowe, of course, that's not going to net you. Brandon Marshall, nor is Tavon Austin. However, the most important part, who won? And that would be Team Sitcom Mike Woo, and yes. Congratulations. Way to go. Let me grab your prize right here for that what effort. I bestow upon you what is that? an arm. Oh. Awesome. Happy Halloween. Oh, there you go. Awesome. A little back stretch. Oh, look at that. Right from the chair. Really rubbing it in on Team Folly yeah. Challenge. All right, coming up next, we <laughs> sifted through Fantasy Genius and chose some of our I favorite questions. Hair. Stick around as we drop some hot advice and get you ready for your lineup in Week 9. NFL Fantasy Live will be right back. It's home time. It's home time. That's where it's at today, baby. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live right here in the screen. A man that knows championships. Did it in high school in multiple sports. Did it in college. A BCS championship with the Ohio State University. And, of course, one of the all-time great catches in Super Bowl history. Super Bowl 43 there with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Santonio Holmes. What's happening, Santonio? Uh, not much, man. How's it going? It's going well. I, I first do want to compliment you because we have the HD on the screen here, and I can see you got a stripe of burgundy with the burgundy sweater, and I think you even got a little bit of burgundy or plum check on that white shirt of yours, don't you? Yes, sir. How about that? A man that knows his style and a man that knows football. Let's get started with your Jets, Antonio. They play the Saints, going to have to score an awful lot of points to keep up with that offense as it is guided by Drew Brees. We always hear about the Jets and their identity. Run the ball, play defense. What about the passing game for the Jets this year? Uh, the passing game has been really uh, great for us. You know, Coach Morningwood coming in and uh, having a young Geno uh, learn the system and you know teaching him a few things about this game. Uh, it's really been big for us. Uh, with me, you know, being out for the past four weeks uh, has really, you know, been a big downfall for us uh, on our offensive production side. But at the same time, you know, the production and the growth of young Geno has is really, you know, doing great things for us. Uh, 
despite you know the turnovers that he that he had in the early part of the season, uh, he's still learning the offense and he's learning you know how to be a great quarterback in the NFL. You know, quarterbacks can be tricky. You know it. You were with a young Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. How much do you talk to your quarterback as a wide receiver? Do you want to stay out of their way? Do you want to let them lean on your expertise? How does that work on the sidelines? I think the majority of the time, you know, on the sideline talking to Geno is just constantly keeping him focused and, you know, giving him insight to the game, uh, teaching him the little things that as a receiver, what you see uh, when you're on the sideline and even on the field at times, uh, you know, being his second eyes and ears uh, to what, what goes on on the field and, you know, just always just trying to keep him focused and, and not letting him lose his composure uh, due to the fact that uh, he may suffer a, a turnover or, or a three and out. Uh, you always want to just keep him focused and in the game and let them know, you know, there's 60 minutes of football always to be played, and you play it to the last seconds of the game. Now, Santonio, you mentioned you've been dealing with some injuries so far this season, but there was one game when you got those double-digit targets, and when you did, you put up big numbers against the Buffalo Bills. A lot of conversation about Des Bryant, three targets, two of them for touchdowns, the way he, I guess, displayed his passion or frustration on the sidelines. As a wide receiver, when someone else has got to get you the ball, give us an idea of what that's like for you in the middle of a game when you don't feel like the targets are coming? Uh, it's really tough uh, because as a wide out, you know, you want to be the guy to make all the big plays for your team and, and put your team in, in great situations and, and hopefully the outcome is always on your side. Uh, and in our competitive nature, you know, we can only do what we can do as receivers is, is run good routes and, and hopefully get open for the quarterback. But one thing I've learned is that you only you get the opportunity to watch film and you see the things that go on uh, with the line of scrimmage and and how the quarterback has to react. And you learn from those things in film room. And you have to study it. And you have to realize that he has a job to do. And the majority of the time, his job uh, sometimes calls for him to, to look in other directions, depending on the defensive coverage. Are we going to see out on that field this Sunday against the Saints? It's, it's getting close. It's getting okay. real close. And uh, hopefully uh, things work out for the best. All right, Santonio. Tell us about uh, young Sarah Hullahan is her name. She is part of the Play 60 initiative. And you are a big part of that as well. What's happening there? Uh, today, Sarah, she was awarded uh, as the grand prize winner of the Play 60 uh, invention today. And her invention was, was a tremendous invention that even had me involved uh, in, in, in participating in, in her event today. Uh, it was it was an invention that that allowed kids and even adults to be active for 60 minutes, and it really went well with the theme of the Play 60 invention. And today, Sarah, you know, was awarded $5,000 and an opportunity to have her design uh, presented to America and to Play 60. There you go. And you involved with Sarah right there in your backyard. Sarah from New Jersey as well. Santonio, we certainly appreciate the time. Look forward to seeing you back out on that football field. And hopefully we'll catch up with you again. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Appreciate right. it. And again, for more information on the Play 60 Invention Contest, you can visit NFLRush.com slash Play 60. Thank you, Santonio. Molly? Thank you. Okay, Money, thank you so much. We're here in the Fantasy Graveyard, and it's time to answer some Fantasy Genius questions and lend a hand to our audience. Don't be scared. (laughs) Remember, you can submit your lineup trade and waiver wire questions on Fantasy Genius at NFL.com slash Genius, and you never know. We may choose to answer one of your questions live right here. Guys, are you ready? I'm ready. ready. I'm actually spooked. Let's rip through these. And do you know what RIP stands for? R.I.P. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, you do. Who should I start? Harry Douglas versus the Panthers or Josh Gordon against the Ravens? 
I'm going with Josh Gordon. Uh, he's been too hot to bench right now. I know Douglas has 200-yard games in a row, but Josh Gordon's become an elite fantasy receiver. And you talked about it earlier in the show that Josh Gordon is a top-10 receiver. You don't bench those guys. Yeah, I've got a sneaky suspicion in that 70% of the time when they throw the ball that Harry Douglas is going to be the guy. All right, let's keep it going. Who should I start, Marcus Colston versus the Jets or T.Y. Hilton against the Texans? I like T.Y. Hilton. He's developed a nice little rapport there with Andy Luck, so he's going to be their number one receiver. I see you got to go with him. Yeah, and Colston's going to be locked up with Cromartie. I'm going T.Y. Hilton. Especially no Reggie Wayne. Colston's been awful lately, too. You want to talk yeah. about scary. Look yeah. at his numbers. T.Y. Let's move to tight end. Who should I start, Martellus Bennett against the Packers or Jordan Reed against the Chargers, Akbar? I'm going with Jordan Reed. He's been too hot to melt and too cold to freeze. He's the guy there. He's got a nice little chemistry going with RG3. Yeah, you were talking about Martellus Bennett. He's a nice play, but in this instance, I like Reed. He's I been, agree. He's been a, he's been a great uh, beneficiary of the targets given out by can I have said that more awkwardly? RG3, <laughs> RG3 is looking for him. So none of you are out. dressing up as Martellus Bennett, I take it, no, as the black uh, unicorn? No, no, no. No, no black no. unicorns here. All right, better flex option. Alshon Jeffrey against the Packers or Giovanni Bernard against the Finns. You want a bold prediction? Giovanni Bernard will be a top 10 fantasy running back this week. The Dolphins can't stop the run. Gio. Gio is the man. Ronnie James Gio, of course. I'm going with the red zone guy. I'm going Alshon Jeffrey. All right, good stuff, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Right, don't be scared. I'll walk you I'll out. I'll escort you out. Okay. Thank you so you much for joining hand. us. Have a good day. Have some of your fantasy players been lifeless, dead weight on your roster this season? Tomorrow we'll reveal which players you can expect to rise to rejoin the living. Tune in right here on NFL Network at 5 p.m. Eastern to find out who they are. Spooky. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.